We got talking about a number of things yesterday, but one of the things we promised to try to do was talk about how we reach individuals who may need assistance in the form of mental health supports but aren't going to walk through a door and say, I think I need help. Joining us right now is John Deactis, a great friend of the show and a great person in this community, Executive Director of the Salvation Army Center of Hope. John, thanks so much for talking with us today. Yeah, hi, Mike. Glad to be here. John, you are somebody who has had so much experience with individuals that do need that helping hand. When it comes to finding someone who may not make it easy to be found, what do you do? So we're talking about some people who may be homeless, Mike. Is that what you're talking about? I, I, or are you talking about folks who are just struggling and looking to? You're well, to I think it could be a it could be someone. a mix of either. To tell you the yeah. truth. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, there's a real. You know, if people are trying to help somebody else, and there's a real simple, easy way, and you call eight one one. You know, it's it's that easy to to get started on you know trying to find some help for somebody. So it's, hang on uh, for a second. Eight one one. I've never even heard of the number. Yeah, it's twenty four seven registered nurse contact, and they'll have contacts for you. They'll they'll help you on the line. It's a crisis, but there's so many different crisis lines, and that's that's the struggle, right? There's a lot of places. Like if if you have access to a computer, you just simply type, you know, you just simply Google something like mental health London Ontario or mental health Ontario, and and all kinds of crisis numbers will come up, lines will come up. Um, there's specific uh, phone numbers for organizations. I'm I'm part of Rotary. Rotary just printed 10,000 copies of, of places where people can get help, and we're trying to distribute all across the city. It was just something that they thought would be important, and that's just happened in the last little while, and uh, we're trying to get those distributed across the city. Um, I, of course, you know that I work at the Center of Hope, and that's, uh, you know, for the homeless, and we've got a really awesome thing for folks who are struggling, even with homelessness, even those who are living rough on the streets. We can We can get them in and get them some counseling. We just opened up a partnership with King's University and we have uh, MSW students coming into our building and, and the, you know, right now they're seeing certainly the homeless folks in our building but we're going to expand that out to the other shelters and then we're going to expand it out beyond that to even those who are living rough living in tents that they can come in and, and talk to somebody and, and uh, you know just see if that's going to be a help to to just calm things down for them to talk about some of the things going on and so the, you know London's pretty rich in terms of uh, opportunities and, and resources and it's just a matter of knowing how to get them and those are just some of the ways that people can make some quick phone calls or a quick computer check and and those numbers will pop up john deactis joining us executive director with the salvation center of salvation army center of hope and that's fantastic information john if we are to turn to someone who maybe is experiencing mental health issues so maybe not necessarily they they might be living rough that they, they they might be experiencing homelessness homelessness sure but there are individuals who maybe cannot as was outlined to us yesterday who maybe can't really live within the rules of society and there used to be sure. places for them to get help or places yeah. for them to stay for a while or we used to have our psychiatric care facilities yeah. is there yeah. something like that that can help individuals who might be in that position now well i'll tell you what what has changed somewhat is that there are people who are 
outreach workers on the streets. And they are trained, they're, they're trauma-informed, they, they understand mental health. They can meet up with people, they can start a process for them. People can, um, you know, like it's there's no charge for people to get help. The problem is there's always a waiting list, right? And there's always a lineup and the and those things. But you can go to you can just drop to go to a drop-in clinic, and they will help you. They'll be able to help you resource it and get some access to places you can call or help you even make the call. Sometimes, like it, there's a variety of things across the city that you can do that that is similar to that. And even the drop-in uh, med- medical centers will be able to provide you with some medical or some mental health care. And if they can't, then they'll connect you to the right places. And that connection, do you find that those connections are easier to make now? Because we hear sometimes, John, that we have a lot of supports, but sometimes it's difficult to go and connect so that we have a path to where the person is going to find the right support. Are you finding that that is improving well, I think it is. I think, you know, I mean, we're getting better at it, but I think the problem is that there's so many varieties and so, such different uh, levels of mental health struggles that people have. So, you know, it's about getting them in and getting someone to talk to so you can actually figure out what is the best route, what's the best way to go, who's the best one to contact. And, and again, I think sometimes it's, it's, I mean, you can go to the hospital to emerge. Now, we know what the waiting list is like there, but, but like, there's so many places that you can stop into to get that help. Um, you know, I mean, folks who are living rough on the street, you know, if, if they're having a mental health breakdown, uh, you call 911, get an ambulance for them, you get into the hospital, and then they'll take care of that mental health crisis. And then they'll do some follow-up with it as well. So, you know, they'll, they'll help provide resources for it. They'll help provide some places that you can go. Um, you know, and that's kind of the system as it sits. John Deactis, Executive Director with the Salvation Army Centre of Hope. John, in terms of numbers of individuals who even at the Center of Hope, who you are helping. What are you finding there? Well, you know, Mike, there's, I mean, we're talking about homelessness and mental health and addiction. I mean, we're talking, you know, there's 2,000 people registered, homeless people in London, you know, so it's it's the numbers. I, I don't know what the numbers are. It's so big, so large, and, and that's probably scratching, you know, the, the surface in some ways. There's lots of people who are struggling that aren't registered anywhere, and, and so we don't know what those numbers look like. So, you know, again, the, the, we do have outreach workers who know where to go in the areas that you may find folks that are struggling. And, you know, I mean, even around our place, there's people like we, we're full all the time. But if we have people who are struggling at our door, we can at least give them something to help start a process for them. And we bring them into our counselors that, with the NSW program uh, from Kings that we're partnering with and, and, you know, start that process and just see if that's enough to help settle things down just to be able to give them the chance to talk give them a chance to kind of work some things through. And, and, you know, if, if we can do some of that stuff, we're also going to provide them with uh, some sustenance in terms of if they did get housing, let's say, and then maybe that calms down the mental health piece, which gives them a better chance of making the housing piece work for them. And, you know, it's just, a, it's a, it's a big, big issue. It's a big, big topic. It is. John, we appreciate you joining us to talk about it. One last thing, and that is because you are so close to this, we have, like you say, huge numbers, and Mm -hmm. the numbers seem to be growing, and that has created certainly some concerns for individuals who have to live rough, who we see in very difficult situations on our streets. You're a really optimistic person. Are you optimistic that we can improve the situation that we one day will see those numbers come down. Do you think about that? 
Absolutely. I mean, we, we've been working on this, Mike, for the last quite a while. But, I mean, we've been having these health summits, and it's involved like 200 people in, in London getting together, talking about the homelessness, the addiction, the, the mental health issue, and working out plans on how are we going to do something about this in the very, very near future. I mean, you're aware that there was money donated to the city, uh, that $25 million from an amazing family that did that to help us with this process, and that's a great jump start for us to start putting plans together that's going to see, I think, uh, some really good things happen in the very near future in the city of London. Well, John, thank you so much for having this conversation with us today. It helps to understand a little bit more. So you mentioned 811 puts you in touch with? With registered nurses, 24-7. 24-7. That's yeah. a number I'd never heard before. Thank you for bringing yeah. that up. Yeah, yeah no problem. Well, appreciate the time, and I know we'll be seeing each other soon. So take care. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. That's John Deactus, Executive Director of the Salvation Army Center of Hope. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.